I V M. Here's your smart fact of the day. For those who don't know him, Andrew Schulz is an American stand-up comedian, actor, television producer, and podcaster. He is most famously known for his Netflix special "Schulz Saves America," which premiered on December 17, 2020. This was the culmination of him doing work on both Instagram and on YouTube, which resulted in him getting this four-part Netflix special. Andrew Schulz. has kind of figured out a different path to success bucking the trend of how normal people function in his space and there are many lessons that you can take from the way in which he thinks about his work his business and his life here are three lessons from andrew schulz and i just wanted to complete the trilogy which started off with kanye west and then we went on to mr beast so welcome to smarter with sids episode in which we look at three lessons from andrew schulz let's go so first let's set up a bit of a context how does a stand up comedian become famous i know i have done an episode on stand up comedians first but let's just understand the process a little bit shall we or rather the normal route towards success well you start off by doing a lot of practice because this is the only you know thing that you have to do practice in front of live audiences and once you practice in front of live audiences that's when you start cutting your teeth as they say move from gig to gig get a little famous get better at your work and get well known through the circuit it will help you get bigger and bigger gigs and then you end up finally going on say a netflix or something like that or have a sold out arena and you know make a killing you may also go into you know acting or any related television programs if that's what you want to do so that's your context really but andrew schulz he kind of completely challenged that and i wanted to know how he did it so i watched colin and samir's show i don't know if you've seen this this is a great youtube channel that actually focuses on the creator economy so it's a bit of a gold mine for somebody like me who looks into these kind of subjects of digital content creation colin and samir's show is when they dissect and understand what makes say for example lily singh work and stuff like that so do check it out and trust me i'm not getting any money to promote colin and samir's show they're genuinely good show hosts and it's it's a worthwhile watch especially if you're trying to look into what is the future of marketing or the rest of it in the creator economy but let's kind of go back to andrew schulz shall we so this guy's funny okay so let's let's understand that he's obviously got a lot of talent he's got a lot of skill i don't necessarily like all of his work nor do i i'm i'm a little underwhelmed with his overt snarkiness at times and sometimes he's a little too american and a little too white for me to be honest in in terms of his fun and in terms of his jokes but it's okay i mean it's all right sometimes he does make me laugh he's really clever and he's fantastic with his crowd work which means essentially when you're standing in front of a crowd and you're you know kind of doing the repartee he thinks on his feet he quips a lot and he really engages things what i also appreciate about him is that he does not you know make fun of let's say black people in a room of white people it's always a multiracial crowd that follows andrew schulz and he is somebody who kind of makes fun of every everyone equally he's he's kind of inclusive in his taunting of people and i think that kind of works for him so i have kind of given you a glimpse of the way in which he approaches his comedy and he was doing the usual thing he was actually kind of 
you know, uh, doing the typical gig route that I was talking about when I was setting the context. But then what he did was that he understood that he did not really like the end results of that. He did not want to become an actor because he kind of said that being an actor is kind of not really something that stoked his interest and he was actually bad at it. He was good at stand-up comedy. So he just made a shift and went on to YouTube and built a YouTube empire out of first putting his clips on YouTube. So that's lesson number one. What you do is you have to figure out that if you are making a living, then it might be a good idea to actually explore the future a little bit, something that is not immediately in your radar, but kind of ensure that you give a different business model a chance. And Schultz succeeded and how. His YouTube specials, I think they're called 441 and 551 or something like that. Forgive me if I'm wrong about the names. But he was fantastic in those and he just kind of catapulted to fame. Now, this was a really, really interesting way of looking at a business model. Obviously, he had to change a lot about his style. You couldn't do crowd work. You couldn't, you know, wait and pause for laughs or wait and pause for the joke to hit or you can't have manufactured laughs like maybe a Seth Meyers does when he's doing a television-y kind of show. So lesson number one, learn how to kind of understand how much do you need to make in your life, make a living, but then keep an eye out on the future and explore new things with the talent that exists within you. Here's lesson number two. Lesson number two is, you know, the best marketing is your own content. So this is really an interesting one. You don't have to literally do your marketing as a separate thing, especially if you're a content creator. Make clips of your content and make sure that the material that you have as a content creator, as somebody who is out there, and by the way, this applies to all of us. This applies to personal brands. This applies to, you know, actual brands like products and services and stuff like that. Sometimes the best marketing is not about advertising what you have, but it's all about making what content you that naturally comes your way into a story, into a narrative, into an arc. And that is the best marketing tool. So use your marketing tool as a surprise weapon by making it your content. You know who else does that? Netflix does that. I've spoken about this in an earlier episode. Do take a look at it. It is how Netflix actually uses some of its content and puts Netflix content out on YouTube, which is actually a competitive platform. So you can do it for, you know, content brands as well. You can do it for personal brands. You know, you can identify some quotes that have made you famous in the past that have gotten a lot of likes, etc. and make a carousel out of it. And I've seen a lot of creators on LinkedIn do this. And I've seen so many Instagrammers do versions of the same, rehash some of the content and the rest of it. If you want to market yourself well, your content is probably your best bet. So that, I guess, is lesson number two with a another final lesson that is going to come your way because of the, the way in which he's living his life. So he's obviously changed his business model, right? He is always exploring for a business model, by the way. Even during the Colin and Samir show, he was trying to figure out how best he can use Patreon, which is the paywall that you have wherein people pay you in order to receive you know, exclusive content from you, which you can't get on YouTube. And he was wondering whether you could make some Patreon members 
investors in his content so when he does go big on some you know bigger paymaster like a netflix or or anywhere else even the investors the patrons could potentially win out so he's always on the lookout but the lesson that i wanted to speak was not this yes you should always look out for a business model uh, for the future but what he did was a very interesting thing and the best way in which it can be described is through his own words he was making fun of a sick gentleman you know uh, with the turban and all of that that kind of sick and the funny thing is that he was making fun of it and it got really popular in the sikh community so obviously it was taken well it was not taken as an affront to to that community and then he realized that if he can make fun jokes which are funny and not offensive but you know it's actually shared by certain communities uh, shared to certain communities the gatekeepers just suddenly disappear the gatekeepers which are there in traditional media you know the people who reject content even before it reaches the right kind of ears to make uh, your show just completely disappeared when he actually started targeting communities which were niche communities okay he calls it niche because he's american niche communities and essentially start creating some kind of content for them which became viral now obviously he does say that it was not a practice strategy and it was not a hack and stuff like that but it was more to do with serendipity and then he understood that wow this is another way in which i can target communities and that is how newer people can find me and i think that that's a great hack so that's lesson number 3 okay make it meaningful to communities rather than try and make generic content meant for a generic audience which never exists well i hope you like these three lessons from andrew schultz if you like this episode and this podcast do like and do subscribe to this um, smarter with said that i've got going for you we've got so many episodes already so do take a look at the earlier ones too and hey if you like episodes and podcasts like these there's so much more on ivm podcast so do give them a whirl do check them out and if you like me i'm the traveling professor do connect with me on linkedin and instagram and i'll be there with you happy to connect see ya